Hello, and good evening, you lovely truckers. I am your host, Dick Chafing, back from my expedition to find Hober and in the driving seat of the radio station once again. And joining me tonight is Rudolph Hucker. Good evening, Rudolph. Good evening, Dick. And tonight's news. Hutton gets its second election in record time. Canon Interstellar makes progress. Cecil B. Trumpington in shock rejection. Commander Sinrain finally completes a Hutton run. Hoba still missing. Major station refits announced for October. Orbital returns to normality after inexplicable alert. First tonight, we have exciting news. Our cooperative has achieved its second election in a week. Disappointed by the failure to win the catchly named PSPF-LF2 in our previous election, we called for a recount. It turns out that our enemies, as they did in George's Pantazis, George's Pants, had stuffed the ballot boxes, undertaken gerrymandering on a monumental scale, bribed some officials and rigged the final result. Not disheartened, we took this news to the population of PSPF and they rose up with one mighty voice and declared that we should have a do-over. This time, wary of being caught out by shenanigans, the Hutton team bolstered by Commander Dobbo and a mast of exploration data hit the leaflet campaign hard and entered the election phase with a lead of over 20%. This has now seen our influence in the system hit the heady heights of the 60s and a clear 40-point margin over the George Pantazzi's Democrats, our mortal enemies. Stuff that in your ballot box, George Pantazzi Democrats. In mysterious developments this week, Canon Interstellar have announced their latest tinfoil discovery. Aided by a bunch of biscuit-munching conspiracy theorists, they have found free-floating unknown probes and made a connection to ammonia worlds. There are packet bursts of data pointed towards Merope 5C which are yet to be decoded, and this in conjunction with the previously discovered pizza diagrams, is rapidly being decoded. There are unconfirmed reports of a video of a destroyed cobra, a strange ship, green lights and forthcoming doom, as well as binary encoded text hidden within video messages. Conspiracy nuts are already stating this is a hoax intended to drum up xenophobic feelings. Sad news has reached us that following last week's radio incident with a group of Vikings, Lael Wolf has now rejected all advances from Cecil. She is routing all conversations with him through a third party known only as Friend Frederico. Cecil is said to be devastated and made a special trip to Hutton to visit Lael, only to be met by this strange friend and his less than friendly messages. Good luck, Cecil. We're all rooting for you. 
well, apart from Mindwipe, as he's in quarantine after last week's incident. On that note, Cecil's arrival at Hutton Orbital was accompanied by a VIP. Fifteen Hutton truckers escorted Commander Sinrain and the good ship's special effect, a sidewinder, to Hutton Orbital for the very first time. In recognition of Hutton's dedication to the expanding special effect fleet and pilot training, they have opened their first embassy. Fully fitted with the latest technology, it is intended to host their ambassador and trainee pilots in luxury, comfort and well away from the smell of Cubicle 3. They have determined that the Hutton Run will be a rite of passage for all of their new trainees, following a key part of their training regime. Good to have you aboard, Commander Sinrain, and enjoy the luxury quarters. This reporter has an admission to make. I didn't find Hober. I found a makeshift camp, including an emergency shelter, some potatoes, a strange creature with a parrot head and a pterodactyl's body, a number of crude tools that had been fashioned by bashing rocks together and footprints heading off into the distance. I lost their trail when I closed my eyes and walked in the other direction, got back in my ship and took off <clears throat> when they reached a rocky outcrop. Somehow, there were a pair of desiccated corpses at the scene of the camp, draped over what looked like garden furniture. I'm overcome with guilt. That's what it says. I lost the dirty hober. If anyone sees a red flash on the planet's surface, for the love of Alvin, please, please, do rescue him. <clears throat> The Pilots' Federation, working closely with Frontier Developments, are embarking on an ambitious program of station development over the next two months. Coriolis stations are having a major cosmetic and function refit, with refineries having spare landing pads replaced with metal processing facilities, high-tech Coriolis stations being decked out in the latest gadgetry. Rumours are that a new holographic projector has been ordered. As soon as we have reports on any of our own stations, and their refits, we will keep you posted. And finally... And finally... <laughs> finally, finally... <laughs> the final final is there. The radio team here were startled to return to Hutton Orbital to find the entire station in disarray. With the entire radio team missing last week, we understand that Cecil was held hostage by some rather angry Vikings and made to do a broadcast... Luckily, he found our recordings, pieced them together in a haphazard fashion, and managed to complete the show without the station being pillaged and razed to the ground. Unfortunately, he was also responsible for the total station evacuation, panic amongst the population, and of course, Mindwipe being quarantined. All of his clothes have been burned to prevent one almighty smell permeating the station, Instead of smelling like Cubicle 3, the station now smells strongly of disinfectant and singed hair. Alvin is not impressed. Leo Wolf, as mentioned, is not speaking to Cecil. Simuf is livid that his knobs have been touched. There is no sign of the Vikings. I don't think. Have you seen any Vikings? Not since, no. I think they ran away. That's good. Well, that was Hutton Orbital News. I am a dick. And I'm Rudy.
And please stick around for after the show, after these uh, music, for more information that you're going to love. Stay tuned to Hutton Orbital Radio. We will be back, but thank you for tuning in to Hutton Orbital News. Sorry, I was sorry. I was too busy playing, singing along, dancing, and trying not to crash into a star. Welcome back to Hutton Orbital Radio. Um, we are here. Um, uh, we've done the news. We're now going to have a chat and go through the updates for this week and have a little chin flab with uh, the various commanders who have turned up to give us their information. Uh, we are joined, obviously, we have uh, Commander Van Un here with us, my cohort. Good evening, sir. Good evening, how are you? I'm very good. I'm really, actually, really, really chuffed to be back. I was really looking forward to tonight's broadcast. Um, I missed it wasn't, last wasn't week. the same without you last week. I, I I happened to tune in on my way back down from Edinburgh in the Soul System and... Yes, that was a very angry Viking. I don't think I've ever seen the airwaves that blue. Um, <laughs> the threats he was putting on uh, poor Cecil were quite serious. And yeah. The thing is, I suspect he'd have carried them out too. He sounded like the kind of guy that could chew your arm off. Um, we're also joined in the the cockpit by uh, uh, our wonderful community commander, Commander Flossie. Good evening to you. How are you? Oh, good evening. I'm very well, thank you. Fantastic. I was looking for my wife just told me and said, looking forward to the show, my ass. Well, I was definitely looking for more forward to the show than I was to your ass, my wife. That is for sure. Um, no, I'm really excited. Or to the smell, the very strange smell that my wife leaves around here these days. Um, yeah, can we, that's can we why just he's turn, in quarantine. Can we just turn off the comms from quarantine? Uh, also, we are not joined tonight by Hober. Unfortunately, we still haven't managed to find him. Um, I kind of forgot to log the planet details. Um after jumping away. You can so, go back to your video logs. I think it might be stored in your video logs somewhere. It, yeah, it's a few thousand light years away from the bubble, isn't it? it yeah, so it's sort of maybe five uh, and, and a good few thousand away again from there. So, so if, uh, if somebody starts mapping all the systems around 5,000 between the bubble and Jack and starts looking, we might find him. Yes. Does Flossie know, this is from Commander Edelweiss, does Flossie know that Jax is looking for materials again? I don't know. We'll ask her later on, because she is the queen of the community goals. Uh, we don't seem to have a representative of the Hot Pit team with us. We do have the technical monkey, the grease monkey, uh, Simuth, in the studio tonight. Hello, how are you? Fuck well, off. What? Monkey? Did, well, I'm you know. Baboon. A baboon. A baboon. <laughs> Our tech baboon is in the studio tonight. We're trying some interesting uh, technical things for the station while we wait patiently for it to be back up and running on its 24 hour um, automated system. Uh, we're just waiting for some updates to be finished there. Uh, in the meantime, we do have uh, content playing on the station if you are listening to it on the likes of. Uh, Nobex and tune in you will be able to hear music 
uh, streaming from our local machines, which means it's you know susceptible to falling over when our machines do anything weird or wonky. And we've now realised that we can actually interrupt each other's streams and affect the queue, which is fun. So looking forward to that uh, when we finally get our heads around it. Um, we're also not we've not got a hop. Um, Dave, should we, well, should we give him a shout? Poke him or something. Oh, um, I think I've got his comms number. Um, right, let, let's just let's just see. Uh, yeah, that's it. There's an uh, under under the bakelite thing in the corner. Yeah, so I'm just looking for the number. It's under it's under this uh, under hot hot report hot oh eight nine eight hot hot okay. pit hot pit hot pit hot pit. There it is. There it is. Hot pits. Nope. Nope. That's uh, Homer Marlowe's mum. Um. Hot Pit, there you go, Hot Pit team representative, there we go, right, uh, here's the number. <clears throat> okay, so six, two, three, eight. Commander Evenstar here. Oh. If you're calling about ship canopy glazing, I've got some. If you're calling about missold cutter insurance, I don't have one, and if you're my mum, I don't know where the remote is. Stuff that. If he's not going to put it straight to machine, then yeah, we're not playing. That's two weeks running now. <laughs> two weeks? Where's he out to? He's on holiday or something? Oh, I don't know, partying hard or celebrating the expansion of his domain. I, I hear he had an expansion recently. Oh, right, across the midsection. Yeah, well, no, no. I was thinking more, more his his own little sphere of influence um, at home. He had an expansion. Oh. He he won a war, and um, yes, he's now partying hard, having won a, a couple of extra square meters. Oh, you're joking! That's fantastic news. Um, celebrate good times. Come on, um, I must have. Something. Well, there, there was a big party plan for um, a couple of weekends ago, but unfortunately. Uh, Everybody was busy that weekend, so uh, he had to party on his own with um, the the lovely Miss Featherstone. Well, this this is this is for you, then, uh, dear dear Russell. We did it. There we go. So well done. Congratulations. Well, I, I, he's left me some notes. If that's any help. All right, well, I suppose we'll go through the... We, we always like to go and do the faction news first anyway, so... Yeah, what, what's happening? I mean, there's been tons of potentials. Now, Ugh. I have been locked away in a very dark sewer with Simuth. Um, what was the last thing you heard? I vaguely remember... The, I don't remember the second election getting kicked off. It was a fart. <laughs> Actually, the, the last thing I heard this afternoon was water coming down a waste pipe that I'd disconnected <laughs> while I was under it. Um, <laughs> was, it yeah. was that waterboarding of the Simove kind? Yeah, yeah, it was. That. I'll just check and see if you have turned off the water yet. Well, I haven't turned the tap yet, and oh, by the way, I've disconnected that waste. Ah, you bugger. <clears throat> so we had some fun. That was the last thing I heard. So I knew that there were some changes. I know I'd heard some mention of one of the stations in one of our systems had suddenly changed, um, but that turned out to be... A Ventura on drugs, yes. Yeah, Ventura obviously sniffed something from the one of the overflows. special. <laughs> Right, so what? Um, yeah, I, so the election we lost, and it was rigged. It was properly rigged. We 
Um, the last election, we were 20%, 20-some percent ahead, and then 20-some percent ahead, and 20-some percent ahead. And then on one day, we dropped 20% and were less than 1% ahead. And um, then the day after, we were over 20% ahead. You need three to win the election. But the day they decided the election was the day it dropped to 1% ahead. So we got robbed, properly robbed. And we ended up with a, it was, uh, we didn't lose, we didn't win, it was a no score draw. So they stuffed the ballot box and it, I looked and it had to be the George Pantazis Democrats, those evil buggers that we spent five months fighting against. Sore losers, Which is, that's what it is, sore losers. Yeah, sore losers. And they decided they were going to try and play that game with us in uh, PSPF LF2. Really catchy name, we've got to rename that place. Um, they, they tried to do it again to us. But we did it again. We managed to uh, close our eyes, pretend we weren't there, their influence raised, and we immediately got another election with them, uh, a second go, and we were allowed to, yeah, a bit of warning this time, so we thought, right, we're going to hit it, we're going to hit it, assuming we're going to have a 20% drop, because they're going to cheat again. So we spoke to everybody, and uh, the wonderful commander Dobbo happened to be coming back from two and a half months away, and said, oh, would you like some data, chaps? And we said, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, of course we would. I, I've got more than 10 million. And so he dropped uh, 10 million one day, and we jumped, I don't know, tons of percents. And then he dropped uh, 10 million the next day, and we jumped tons of percents again. And we've got something like a 40% lead now. So we could you know, put our feet up, and they could stuff the ballot boxes all they like, and we'd still win. So that bit of it has been really fantastic. It sounds like a, a really quite an impressive, impressive week for us. Actually, you know, again, well, it's always amazing when people step up for the mark like double. Well done, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, much. obviously that that isn't the sole reason we raised because obviously we've had the the uh, the top gin team um, also dropping missions in there and running missions. So you know, Dobbo did his bit and the exploration box was lovely and full, and the missions team did their bit at Salgari. I did my bit. Um, I managed to take some missions for Alvin to go to a nearby system, which was um, Kappa, Kappa One Seti or something nearby, and um, hunt and do evil things to George Pantazis, which I did, and promptly, with help, with uh, three, four, five wingmen at one point. Don't ask me how I got the fifth one. And um, we then went hunting them. I ended up hostile with GP Democrats. We tried to go out to Salgari and realised they were all chasing me, at which point... Uh, Hoba and the evil goose decided to help me by interfering with all of the uh, the cops chasing me and stopping them stopping me and we managed to make 20 mil in two days for Alvin off uh, missions off that so uh, you know proper team effort so as a result of the election have we gained anything in particular hang on a second it can't have been Hoba it was dirty Hoba it didn't go it was an imposter or was it I thought you'd lost him. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I, I know we've got, you know, remote-controlled drones and stuff. Maybe he's hooked up... Hang, hang on a second. You took him. Where's his ship? And who's got his ship? I don't know. Oh, you don't think yeah, Cecil's... Shenanigans. shenanigans going on. You don't think it Cecil might have... It may have been Cecil. The flying was erratic. Hmm. 
Anyway, um, yeah, so what's been going on in the meantime is that our other systems, as usual, take a bit of a kicking. And in, uh, I'm looking down my list now, we're doing okay in Alpha Centauri. We've got 65.8, which is not quite what we want, but it's okay. Um, we've got 80.6 in George Pantasis, which is madness. Um, LHS 340, as usual, it's so boring, nobody goes there, so we're sitting there at around 80% as well. Lumen 16, we're tidy right in the middle of another couple of factions, so 14.5, we don't want to touch that yet. Um, but Trepin, we've dropped to within 0.2% of another faction, which means that if we don't get our fingers out, we're going to end up in an unnecessary war for a tiny little orbital that's 120,000 light seconds away, which we don't want, and we don't want the war. No, because that's not going to fix it elsewhere. So, our... Uh, our well, yeah. Oh, um, Wise, by the way, there's a big crime spree as well. And we had um, Commander Sci-Fi 88 Man decide to take a one-man army to the res site and manage to turn it from a great big loss into a 5.1% increase on his own uh, overnight to get us up to 62% and uh, get on top of the crime wave. So he is a one-man bounty-hunting army. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, so what should our truckers do this week to support the various different factions uh, well we, 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 we go to Trepin and oh my goodness before 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon we better stop that war otherwise we've got big trouble so okay. we're doing missions we're dropping exploration data we're doing everything we can to raise Trepin so Trepin is the priority. Okay, that's fair enough. So if you're out there and you're at a loose end, get your arse to Trepin and, uh, yeah, run some missions, make some money and uh, help the truckers kick ass and get rid of that potential war. Because uh, obviously we don't want anything distracting us from our efforts in order to go bonkers. Um, that is the priority. Yeah, that, that's the, the next... Well, they're still, I mean, the, the spy team have gone a little bit um, cross-eyed over bonkers. The, the original idea was that we were going to take the system, then we're going to lower our influence by pretending we weren't there and hiding, and we were going to sort of equalise us with the um, Wolf 25 Gold Gang or Gold Group or Gold something, and then we were going to try and take bonkers off them, because we own the whole system, but we'd quite like their station, because bonkers is the right kind of place for Hutton. Um, what we didn't realise is that they had been pushed into war in another system uh, by the George Pantazis Democrats, um, evil buggers, and um, so they plummeted down to about 10%. And so we were busy sitting there saying, come on, you know, catch up with us. And it all, well, I think it was George Pantazis Democrats. Anyway, it all went wrong, and we ended up potentially in war with the wrong person. Um, so we then had to bolster ourselves back up again and we have to sit tight in in br something i can't remember what it is and we have to sit tight till their war is ended and when the war's ended we have to do loads of great stuff for our enemy which sounds wrong and then we're going to try and take bonkers because bonkers is right yeah it's definitely right for us and, and we need to go absolutely off our heads when we get bonkers and have a massive bon bon bonkers party and then the final bit of news is that we've got a pending expansion. So as soon as this election finishes, we have a pending expansion, which is probably going to drop two day, one to two days into the uh, after our election finishes. Well, I think one day we have a cool down period. We then go into an expansion period, so we're not going to get our boom. And it looks like the next system might be TZ Arietis. I mean, unless there are too many factions there. So we're hoping because that's quite a nice system. Wow. 
Fantastic. Which means we've got a stranglehold on the whole area. Yeah, things are going, yeah, things are looking up for the old truckers. We'll soon have our corner of the galaxy mapped out and secured. It's awesome. I don't envy whoever makes the um, uh, dog tags because the, the star map is probably not going to fit now on the, the dog tag. <laughs> we need bigger dog tags. We're going to get to the point where it will come with a health warning that is a tag for two. <laughs> it's a big sheet of aluminium. <laughs> we'll start getting just breastplate chests of armour with the map scored out. Well, you know, when we get to that stage, we'll just do a big circle. It's fine. Um, right, well, that's awesome. Uh, was it Russell that passed this information on to you, or was it actually Andrew? No, no this was the spy team. This was Rascon. Rascon, thank you, Rascon. That was really helpful. Um, I think we'll play a little tune then and be back after this. A little tune that is most definitely appropriate I think for the aims and goals of the truckers so do enjoy this and we'll be back afterwards Here am I going Boink That was awesome I love that song so much <laughs> I did see a message in Twitch chat there from Aidlevi uh, saying why does Grant have access to this song um, that's a classic, guys. It's classics. Anything by Bernard Cribbins is a classic. Yeah, I mean, he's got amazing, amazing songs. When I'm 62 and a half, and plus another one and a half years. Um, right, said Fred. Oh yeah, of course. That is that is again another classic. Now, I didn't. I when I was having a look to pick up that song for tonight, I was trying to find my brother, which is another amazing song that he did. I'm here, I'm here. No, no, I wasn't trying to find you. <laughs> I knew where you were. I can smell you. Um, yeah, waterboarding you again. <laughs> um, it is one of the funniest ones. Too. It, was, it kind of goes along the lines of, uh, yeah, who put who put a real live toad in the hole, my brother, and then my favourite one was who ate glue and couldn't speak. It's just genius comic writings, you know. Um, we might and, have to play out with it tonight then. Uh, I, don't know, I, it up now. I couldn't find it. That was the biggest problem. So I'll need to. I'll need to maybe bring that one in next week. Um, if we can get the studio rebroadcasting, then we can do it as a dedicating to, a dedication to Simuf, um, and yeah, you know yeah. it'll, it'll mean something then. Just do the the whole soundtrack for my brother. Where art thou? Oh, <sighs> right. Anyway. It's brother with heart, isn't it? I'm pretty sure I'm right. Anyway, we're going to go and have a little chat with Flossie and find out what's going on in the community goals and pass on the question. Flossie, do you know that Jax wants more materials? That came from Ben. Oh, yes, I do know that. <laughs> yes, the one of the uh, new CGs today... Please is... tell me it's to bring... Uh, wait a second, wait a second. Well, I'll tell you what I've got in my ship because obviously I'm not there yet so it would be really really handy if they're accepting oh could not connect to matchmaking server well that I hope it's dirty underpants are you trying to get what I was trying to find out what cargo I had and now my game's crashed no, I think mm. one of them was Titanium, which is needed for this one. Nope, look at that. No, 
Semiconductors or robotics otherwise? Uh, no, what have I got? I have got uh, power generators. No. <laughs> <laughs> no! I'm going to let it away with nothing. It probably doesn't even want power generators anymore. Oh, Dobbo, no. has, Dobbo has corrected me. It was actually Terry Scott who recorded my brother. So we will maybe play it with that tonight. Thank you, Dobbo, for correcting this. <sighs> right, well, Flossie. Flossie, what have we got coming up in Community Goals this week? Right, uh, well, the four-week CG to establish the base um, with mining osmium and delivering it to Jack Station continues for its fourth week. <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, one of the new CGs, the Colonia Initiative, started today to establish a second outpost in the Colonia Nebula, which encompass encompasses the EOL PROU RST D3934 system, as this is likely to become a major bastion of humanity in future years. Pilots are asked to deliver titanium se semiconductors or robotics to Jack Station and the CG lasts for two weeks. Considering it took me nearly three weeks to get there for the last CG and I missed it, I don't fancy going back to the bubble and trying to get back again in two weeks. <laughs> no, I, th I know it's one of those things where the, at least they're keeping people going out there, which is nice. Uh, but oh, yeah. it would be good if these were maybe maybe they have to have the strength and conviction of their original goals and let people get to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be good to get more people there. Okay, so Meanwhile, I'll continue mining. <laughs> <laughs> well, there might be another mining CG coming up soon. Uh, what's going on with the bubble then? Are there any nice CGs back there for those who have not come to Jack's? Uh, there's restoring order in ARC. Um, authorities in the ARC system have reported a sharp increase in the number of criminals operating in the uh, ARC area. Um, a kill order has been placed on all wanted ships operating in the system. ARC Commodities has promised to reward pilots who deliver bounty vouchers to Austin Town Station. And this will be going on for a week, so good one if you like your pew pew. Pew pew! Uh, yes. Um, dare I ask, because I know that, you know, with Frontier being away at GamesCon, telling all their secrets and giving up really sneaky videos, um, is there anything else? Any other community goals going, or is it just the two at the moment? No, just those two. Well, three if you count the, the last week of the uh, mining one. Ah, out at Jack's. How's that one going? Uh, it's not doing too bad. Um, it's. Uh, I did post this morning about it. Hang on. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. I'm just catching some fuel here. Um, yeah, 505 tons of osmium delivered by, uh, according to Ben, uh, and he's. Ben's statement here is, it sounds like a bit of a confession that he is still harassing minors at Jack's. Uh, yeah, you might want to watch that. That's not, not the kind of sentence you want to be firing out. Um. <laughs> yeah, this morning it was um, 
about two thirds, three quarters of the way to tier four. Uh, 325,662 tons collected. Brilliant. So it's going quite well then. So it looks like yeah. it, will, it will reach tier four before the end anyway. And maybe oh, definitely makes... four. Might even get tier five if we get a few more people come, you know, arriving. Fantastic. You Which one was that? The, the, the base one? Uh, establishing a base, yeah. So six and a half thousand people doing it at the moment. It's amazing yeah, figures, yeah. isn't it? Spectacular and, figures. Uh, yeah, the the oh, it's ranging from four and a bit million credits for the top tier down to you what two hundred thousand for dropping off even one ton. I think. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. In fact, I think one ton is even worth about fifty percent. Uh, 1,200,000. 1, 1,200,000. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie me. I can't wait. It's one of those um, exciting developments in Jack's when it, if it becomes a station and, you know, we start seeing the expansion from it, there's going to be an awful lot of trucking needing done. And uh, maybe... We've got we... Nutswing back. Oh, Did do you we? hear the news? Uh, no. Breaking news. The Nutswing are reforming. They've managed to extricate themselves from the Hutton Games Room playing with model ships. And we've got Commander, Commander Jester's Inc. and Leo and oh, was it J.H. Rowners, I think, was one of the other commanders. And they are coming back to lend us a hand with stuff. And they hold the, well, certainly uh, Jester's Inc. holds the in-game trade record so far from uh, Frontier. Brilliant. Brilliant. Fantastic. So yeah, loads of uh, loads of things. Well, two community goals for you to join this week that are new. Uh, one miles away and one pew pew. So huge selection of things to do. If you don't like pew pew and you don't like jumping, probably a good time to head over to Trepin and do some missions for the truckers. Uh, and that will certainly help. Oh, I nearly crashed into that star. That was a bit close. That one, I have definitely toasted me undercarriage, but it looks all right. We're okay. So, are you? Are you? I mean, you've been watching Flossie as well. The uh, some of the updates from today about what's coming in October. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was watching it earlier. Yeah. So, are you looking forward to replacing your orca with something bigger and shinier? I have pencil marked the beluga, the the beluga, the. Um, that, you know, the bare necessities is definitely going to be playing on a loop in my beluga. And uh, I am desperate. I don't know how much it's going to cost, but I am going to have one. And you're all welcome to have a wee ride uh, out around. Well, it looks like a big party ship, doesn't it? And taking these new <laughs> VIPs does. and passengers and, yeah, apparently you've got to feed them booze and soft toilet paper when you're on your journeys as well. Soft toilet paper? Yeah, they demand soft toilet paper. If they're unhappy before you get to the destination, they demand that you divert and go and get them some, some you know, triple ply, super soft with little bunny rabbits printed on it. Until, paper. until Frontier and you know introduce the amazing TripAdvisor system that I suggested at LaveCon. Um, I don't give a crap about customer satisfaction. Unless they've well, got they've got they've got. Um, their new what do they what do they call it heritage sites coming in as well with little dinky little satellites in them. Um, there's one between Sol and the Moon. I understand. I don't know what they're celebrating there. Probably going to the Moon. We've done that a few times. Or have we?
Okay, you're celebrating the video of going to the moon, if you're being controversial. <laughs> excellent. Right, excellent. Yeah. Anyway, so, so yeah, there's that. And, and also, the good thing about the other bubble is when this one's wrecked by strange, dangerous-looking stuff that we're not supposed to know about until Sunday... Did you um, see the blooming silhouette? Did you see the shadow it cast? Yeah, I did Babylon 5. Yeah, it just reminded me of the things. You know, what they call the shadows. That was it. Yeah. yeah. And the green. I mean, I'm colorblind. I thought that was normal engine color, but apparently Cosh. it was green. Kosh is suggesting that the Beluga should be Cecil's new flagship. Uh, the one thing is that definitely it could certainly hold enough uh, gin to keep Cecil happy for a couple of days. Yeah, but I'm, I'm taking himself in his own VIP cabin to places. It's not really... Well, he wouldn't get there with the man he's drinking, but I think the cabins <laughs> in other people's ship are for him. Um, damn, obviously that's what we're doing later in September. Indeed, indeed. Right, shall we play a little tune and come back after this? For some Galnet news. Does that sound good? Go on. Okay, well this this tune is dedicated to all of those commanders who are taking part in the Jack's goal and uh, various different deep space explorations. This one is for you because this and how to take on George Pantazis. If you've been involved in the fight against George Pantazis as well, then this song is for you too, because it just sums what you need in order to do these things. Um, and this is another request by Vanti earlier on. And it's beautiful. And it's the same. Galnet News, 18th of August, 3302. All the interesting news from Galnet, and none of the boring bits. In this week's news, unknown probes found orbiting Ammonia worlds. Thargoids are a myth. Winters warns against the Battle of the Barnacles. New technology, coming soon. Unknown probes found orbiting Ammonia worlds. In an exciting new development, Dr. Arcanon's search for free-floating unidentified probes is over. Previously only found in heavily armed Federation convoys, a number of probes have been found orbiting close to Ammonia worlds within a 150 light-year range of Maroke. They seem to be broadcasting data in the direction of Merope, prompting speculation that they may be spying on the semi-mythical Thargoids who are alleged to inhabit Ammonia worlds. A five and a half minute data stream has been recorded and the race is now on to decrypt the message. Thargoids are a myth. With amazing good timing, historian Seema Kalhana wrote this week about Thargoids. These insectoid creatures are nowadays widely believed to be mythical, 
But in the 32nd century, there were many reports of pilots being pulled out of witch space by octagonal starships of unbelievable firepower and manoeuvrability, allegedly piloted by Thargoids. Around the year 3200, the reports of Thargoid attacks stopped. There haven't been any credible reports of Thargoids for at least 100 years, so we can be confident there's nothing to worry about. Winters warns against the Battle of the Barnacles. Speaking at a rally on Mars, Federation Shadow President Felicia Winters has added her voice to the growing chorus of opposition to the escalating tension around meta-alloy harvest sites in the Pleiades Nebula, stating that a war between Federation and Empire over the supply of meta-alloys could cause devastation. Prime Minister Mahan of the Alliance and ex-President Jasmina Halsey of the Federation have also both recently spoken up against the folly of war and about the need to treat barnacle sites with respect. Meanwhile, the Empire and Federation continue to prepare for war. Raxler Denial The children of Raxler have denied claims from Empire sources that Salome is a terrorist or traitor. Speaking at an event announcing a major new expedition to systematically search the EAFOTS Starfield for the secret of the Formidian Rift, Commander Zenith Draglace claimed that Commander Salome is dedicated to the peaceful exploration of the galaxy and that Empire claims were beneath contempt. The new expedition is in response to the recent clues revealed at a burial in the Tianisla orbital graveyard and will attempt to explore as many of the 400,000 EAFOTS stars as possible in a six-week period. The expedition leaves on the 20th of August, 3302. New technology coming soon. A report in the Galactic Financial Times suggests that radical new technology could be just around the corner. The Sirius Corporation, Core Dynamics and Gutamaya are all named as companies spending vast amounts on research and development while giving no explanation about what is being researched. The Galactic Financial Times also notes that a small startup company, Metadriving Incorporated of the Chi Orionis system, is attracting attention from investors. It's believed that Metadrive is researching radical new hyperdrive solutions. With a major technology fair happening now in Cologne, Earth, it's possible that news of this radical new technology may be announced soon. And that's this week's Galnet News. We read the news because we can. an orbital radio to our listener yes you hello four there's something funny around here what is it oh it's four <laughs>
I love it. I absolutely thank you so much, Dobble, and thanks to my brother for queuing it up and so we could play it tonight because it was epic. Oh my goodness, the original penfold that is quite right, mind wipe. The original penfold. Well, it is uh, what, what, what we do checking the schedule. What do we normally do? We normally do... Well, look for look for anything mm. interesting on the inbox. Well, we we normally do this, don't we? It's time for but it seems a bit a bit redundant. But he's gone. We've lost him. Mm. So, oh, you're right. There is there's an email. There's an email. Oh, in fact, you know what? The reason why we didn't get it before the show started is because it was taking so long to download. Ah, right, okay, so we have got, we've actually got an email um, from, let me just read this, uh, it's from, yeah, it's from Hober, oh my god, we've actually got a message. He's from, not dead. He's not, well, it depends, doesn't it, it depends how long it takes to get here, he, he could be dead. Um, well, 5,000 light years, yeah, I, I suppose it could have taken a while to get here. Yeah, right, okay, so let's see, it's there, uh, the transmitter, okay, let's, 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 okay, before we play this, I'm going to just give you the, the, the sort of nice uh, introduction to, to this particular um, section, uh, right, here we go, <coughs> let's make it sound cool. Now it's time to listen to the transmission from deep space. By the lost commander, Commander Hoba. in case anybody finds my remains. Day one. It's been four hours since Cal accidentally let me fall out of the airlock and I ended up on this planet. Luckily, I have my trusty rimlock, my tobacco pipe and tobacco box. It's dark in this crater, but I'm sure Psycho Cal will be back for me soon as he realises he accidentally left me here. End of message. Begin message. Day two. I had the best sleep I've had for a while in this shallow hole, till the sun crept over the lip and blinded me like a nutty skip rat dropping his kegs. I've decided to move on as I'll not survive here basking in imperial warmth. End of message. Message begins. Day 3. Success! I saw a reflective light on the planet's surface. Took me most of the day to get here, but I found a wrecked asp. The hull mostly intact. The crew of two are intact, but life signs at zero. Not very chatty fellows. But I know it's like that when you meet people the, for, the, for the first time. It's just like they've gone. End of message. Begin message. Day 4. I've managed to salvage some oxygen tanks, liquid food, a skimpy negligee, a tool belt and a shotgun. Time to hunker down. I've got myself equipped to survive the next week or so. By now I'm sure all the truckers are scouring the planet trying to find me. I've also picked up the negligee for Cecil. Either he'll want it for his uh, progenitor or, well, for himself. Who knows? End of message. Day 5. Begin message. 
It didn't occur to me that packing tobacco in a pipe in an emergency kit would lead me to a planet with no oxygen, and it's slightly problematic trying to have a smoke in my remlock. But after sorting out the warning light and letting some smoke out, I'm fine. Once having a smoke, I've also gone for a piss. It's customary. After more digging through the cargo, I found myself a patio set, which I've set up just outside the ship for my new friends to join me. There's only two chairs though, so I've offered them up to the chaps. End of message. Begin message. Day 6. An argument has ensued between myself, Shackleton and Selkirk about the song that we're planning to write and now I'm banned from the patio table. I'm not really sure they understood how serious this game of checkers was. But before I left, I decided to flip the board over and several pieces have floated off the planet. I've also decided to make a giant penis out of Rocks Point and Water's ship in case any truckers fly over and notice the sign. Well, the truckers do live, do love a little bit of... End of message. Begin message. Day 6.9. I'm starting to get concerned. I've been here roughly a week now. And it's almost showtime. And my tens of fans must be missing Hopers bit. Hopefully the antenna I have set up should be broadcasting this. But according to this panel, I get a slow upload speed, but I can get a large download speed. So I guess it's time to tune in and see if they can't hear me. End of message. Begin message. Day 6.9.9 I've just listened to Hutton Orbital Radio. This episode's great. Cecil's in charge. This could work well. Maybe I need to have a chat with Cal. The first section was good. So good I listened to it three times before I could get full signal. And then I finally heard the second section. But I must say, that Wotherspoon has a good intro. Maybe I should uh, have a word with Cal about my intro, as I feel there wasn't much budget spare at the time he created mine, and it seems now Wotherspoon's got his, then uh, maybe I've got a little bit of space to breathe with. I'll ask him when he arrives today. I'm sure he's out here looking for me. And, uh, well, I suppose that's all from Hober's Rock. Just a frequency to tune in next week. Uh, I feel a song coming on, but bah, maybe tomorrow. End of message. Wow. Well... Wow. <laughs> I think the space madness is setting in. Definitely. Something's definitely something gone wrong with that man. Do, do you think he's fertilising his potatoes with some manure? <laughs> I think if he's able to capture what comes out of his mouth, he'll have plenty. Um, that's definitely, absolutely. Um, should we be worried about him or should we go, yeah, he's got this, this is fine? Oh, he, I, I, you know what? It, he, you know, he always does well. He, does, he looks after himself and... I'm pretty sure he'll be okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm, I think we need I'm, to go find him. I'm mildly sh- I'm, I'm, yeah, Can you mild- start looking up what system he's in? I think he started with a P. Well, no, I'm I, sorry, I that's, that's, should, that's what it's what piece- You find out what system he's in, and we need to get somebody to go there to find him. Okay, we'll try and work it the, out. The we'll first person to find a crashed ship, I think, would be uh, uh, suitable. 
But if he's able to, you know, if he's able to pick up the, the signal from Hatton Robert, that's fantastic. Hey, Hober, we're sending people, we're sending someone, promise, we're definitely going to send someone to you. And in fact, you know what, I'm going to play you a little tune just for you to lift your spirits and to, to make you feel better about your predicament. And we'll see you soon, we promise. Before next week's broadcast, we will send someone out to, to pick you up. But for now, just, you know, put your feet up, um... I don't know, maybe scrape some of those barnacles that are growing on your buttocks off uh, and uh, enjoy this little tune. This is just for you, just for you from me. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed that tune, Homer. Um, I'm sure, you know, I, 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 it is sentimental to me. I, I kind of hope you don't die because it would be nice to have you back in the studio just so we can insult you to your face. Um... I don't know. Do we have any other orders of business? I know we've got a couple of things coming up in the community, of course. We have Fantasticon coming up in November, and they're running a Kickstarter just now to raise some money towards the cost of running that event. We have Elite Meet coming up next April in Bristol, but we haven't any firm details on that yet. And then, of course, No, it's at Karash's house. Is it? Yeah, we're holding it in Karash's house. Excellent. That means I don't have to hide in his bins. Um, that's brilliant. So that's good news. So, and of course we're trying also to keep Also known as Squee Fest. In fact, is there, there's the whole EGX thing going on as well with, isn't there? Oh. Yeah, well, well, that's also called Elite Space Meet. That's right. That's the, the, the official ta- termed Elite Meet. And of course, uh, if you're watching the Elite Dangerous streams on games uh con from there with frontier with ed and sandro this morning is is sandro really a cowboy now it's as if we totally utterly just bullied him into going for it full hold oh him and the loach have gone for the cowboy double act so he's a cowboy loach with the cowboy uh yeah cowboy dev <laughs> no that sounds wrong there's a bunch of cowboys in that frontier office uh it's not helping is it it's just not going to help there <laughs> Oh, dearie me. It was funny. Uh, the, the, the stream was quite interesting and definitely worth watching. And, of course, we have got a number of things that will be revealed throughout the week. So do well, did, keep did you eyes. Did you hear or did you see the um, Mr. Braben section when he explained why they made it as scientifically accurate as they could? Because they could? Well, no, basically he said it was, it's my game and I want to. I think it was the, it, that was the subtext. I think it was always that clear, yeah. you know, I think, yeah, but you know, they've got the strength of their convictions to, to hold it together, and uh, what the Well, somebody told them off, that? because apparently they're only supposed to have 300 billion systems, not 400 billion systems, and he said, well, we ran the model, and actually our model came out with 400 billion, so we went with that. <laughs> yeah, and of course, if you have been playing No Man's Sky, which was released just on... Was it Sunday, Monday, Monday, Monday? No, Friday, Friday. <laughs> uh, uh, then you know, uh, it's a, a really interesting alternative to space travel game where it's more about the tagging and bagging than it is about the flying. And yeah, I've not had any it's space a bit like going yet. to the Amazon and finding a new frog. Yeah, it's it, it looks interesting. It's definitely not a. A game that is going to be a threat to Elite Dangerous. It will exist quite happily in its own right, and it's very good for consoles. So it's nice, and uh, my son loves it, which is even better. 
Ah, uh, crikey, so we, we've reached another end of another week show there. Um, wow. Well, I, I had one more. I, I've been at the Hutton's Games Room as well, um, testing out something new that I've signed an NDA, so I can't tell you anything other than it's Squee, which is the uh, the old game book of the Warlock of Firetop Mountain, and the new fully visually realised Squee version of it. And it, it, I mean, it's we're all under NDA on the beta now, but all I can say is it's absolutely beautiful. Do you, are you are you even allowed to mention it? No, I'm allowed to mention it. I just can't tell you anything about the graphics and the sound effects and the orcs and the goblins and the wizards and the. Stop you know, it! I can't I've not downloaded it yet. I can't mention about the new combat interface. I can't mention about the many characters you can play through the original game book. I can't <laughs> mention the 3D graphics and how awesome they are. It, I mean, it's 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 how the game book was in my head when I was young is how it looks on screen, and it is absolutely right. fantastic. That's it. I'm going straight over to my email to get my code, uh, and then I've signed my NDA as well, so I can play it and then not tell you all about it next week. That'll be really enjoyable for you all, wouldn't it? Yeah, all, all I can say is when it's actually finally finally released, which is only a few weeks away, it's incredible polished for a beta I mean I've noticed a couple of small things but they are tiny cosmetics it is as I mean you, they could release this and nobody would blame them brute were you going to add something there same of yeah but I can't tell you it was really exciting but I've signed something yeah. see when you write your name on your leg it doesn't count doesn't matter it's signed it was amazing everyone would have loved it but I'm not telling anybody is it macaroni and cheese it's actually a schnitzel. Oh. It's not made of pink custard, is it? <laughs> right, well, we will be back next week at half past eight uh, British summer time. Join us then for more Hot Nobleton News. Thank you very much for joining us tonight. Thank you very much, Dave. Thank you, Flossie. And indeed, uh, Van Teung and Simon for joining me in the studio tonight. And a long distance. Thank you, Herba. We will be back next week, so we will catch you then. Um, we will play you out with a couple of tunes, so stay tuned to Hunt Robert Radio, and uh, we will catch you next week. Thank you, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.